your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. I'm here in the studio with my co-host, Karen Cassian. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Noreen. And we're both pleased to welcome Cheryl Hamel. Good morning, Cheryl. Thanks for joining us, Cheryl. Thank you both. <laughs> Cheryl's a painter and artist who's had an exhibition in Partners Hall from May 1st to 30th, and it's called Joy of Nature. But Cheryl, you've been in Huntsville for a while now. A year and a half. Mm-hmm. So we saw you last year. Your work was in Algonquin's um, Theater's Partner Hall as part of the Huntsville Art Society's fundraiser event, Square Foot North. Yes, it, yes, I was. Yeah. And I had where, three paintings. Where were you before you came to Huntsville and how did you? Oh, I, I'm from Toronto. Oh, <laughs> oh. You know, that place down there. <laughs> That's most recently. Mm-hmm. I've been here a year and a half. Yeah. But you were from Toronto, but before that, you were actually from Quebec. Oh, yes. I'm a Montrealer. Mm-hmm. I was, I was in Red Pine one day and this woman walked in and she looked at me and she said, are you European? I said, no, I'm a Montrealer. <laughs> That's great. It's something about the style, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, how was your participation in Square Foot North? I was thrilled. It was the first time I'd ever shown any of my work. And within five minutes, I sold my first painting. And That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I was particularly happy because I'd taken some courses, one with Marika McDonald. And my style is a little different from everybody else in the class. And she would look at it. And so she says, hmm. When I took the paintings in to show, she said, hmm, you did that, didn't you? And I said, yes, I did. And then we went up to the desk and I said, look, Marika, it's sold. <laughs> Not only that, I believe you got some work out of it as well. Yes, I did. Uh, afterwards, the uh, couple who bought that painting uh, contacted me and they asked me if I would do two more in a similar uh, style. Isn't that great? I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. It is wonderful. Um, your career as a painter really began after you retired in 2018. Is that correct? Yes, I worked until I was 70. Uh, yes, I was a workaholic. What did you do? <laughs> my last position, I was, uh, my title was specialist, uh, event planning, and I worked for the, um, Ontario HIV Treatment Network, which, uh, is actually a funding body, a research body into HIV here in Ontario. Not, not a medical treatment, uh, organization as such as people often think. So were you good at grant writing and stuff like that? I didn't have anything to do with that. I organized all the events, whether Mm -hmm. it was 10 people for a meeting or 350 for a meeting. That's what I did. Prior to that, I worked for someone who actually is a Huntsville resident, and that's uh, Alan Holman. He's been here for quite a while, he and his wife, Dustin. And I worked for uh, Alan organizing events as well. Did he influence you to come to Huntsville? Nope, not at all. We had no intentions of coming to Huntsville. We've owned 15 acres in Rosso uh, for about 15 years. And we just uh, were looking for prop. We were going originally to build on the lot. And then 
having worked till 70 and having lived through the pandemic and a you know renovation of our Toronto home, I was not prepared to do it again. So we were looking for a, a home that was already built. And, uh, you know, we were looking for an acreage with a three car garage and walked into this house. I think you need to talk about the house. The oh. house is the right house, a heritage home in Huntsville on Lorne and Lorne North. Right? Yes. And it is Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's it's the home of my dreams. I've been in there from or the yeah. previous owners. She was part of the Huntsville Festival board and we had meetings in there. I swear regularly. to God, everybody in Huntsville has been in there. I have a house like that. Everyone's <laughs> same thing. Everyone's been you in You say, it. where do you live? And I say, Lauren, uh, Lauren Street North. Oh, you live in the... Yes, 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 I do. The right house. The right house. And across across the way, wasn't that part of the band shell? Wasn't there a band shell there? That's on the street that's parallel to the the other side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's part of the downtown Huntsville, Ontario, downtown walking tour. Your Mm -hmm. house. Oh, really? (laughs) Will I be expecting visitors this summer? (laughs) I I looked it up and it actually was built in... um, Around 1897. 1897. Oh, you, you have a plaque, don't yes, you? Yes, we do have a plaque. <laughs> anyway, you have a beautiful studio in the turret part. I confess that, you know, we were looking for this uh, home for my husband, my uh, son, and myself. And uh, we were looking for three-car garage because between us we had six vehicles. I walked into that house by the back door and stepped into the dining room looked at that bay window and said, this is my studio. I didn't care where they parked their cars. (laughs) And didn't they turn the garage into office space? There is a garage, and then there's an 800-square-foot studio behind it. Yes. It's just my son's home office. Funny how our priorities change. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we'll go back to your beginnings in in Montreal, uh, West Island at McDonald High. where did you start to do art? Were you already doing art in high school? Well, I, we all took art mm-hmm. in high school. You were either in the Latin group or the maths and science. I failed math abysmally, so and science was even worse. I got 11 on my chemistry exam from Mr. Hill. Me too. And I had Mr. Strivastava three times I did physics. Well, he, he yeah. congratulated me, though. He said, congratulations, you just blew up the lab. <laughs> <laughs> So That's art was great. your thing instead. Well, we took the art course. Um, you know, I did in grade eight have Mr. Smith, who gave me detentions frequently and uh, had me do art and my detentions. But that really was the extent of my art background as such. So when you retired and you began sort of more seriously doing so, how did you do that? Like, what did, well, what did you do? Um, I'd lost my mother. And then the uh, mem the the following year, there was a weekend painting course given by Elizabeth Berry in Toronto. And I thought, I'm going to just go take that course for the week, for the Saturday, because I'd shared art very much with my mother. And I painted this little 12 by 12 daisy in a pot. And I was so impressed with what I'd done. And I said to everyone, work, I painted a painting this weekend. So when it came time to retire... Uh, we had a potluck. We all brought in things and we were from around the world. So it was quite interesting that the meal that we put on and they had wrapped up this huge easel for me. And I thought, well, now I'm committed. And the other thing is, you know, when you retire and you're 70 and your friends are like 45 and 50, who are you going to talk to? So 
You wake up Monday morning, you have no meetings to attend, no one to go to coffee with, and nothing to do. So I called up the Toronto School for Art and uh, signed up and uh, began courses with Martha Johnson and uh, followed her to Grand Manan. In New Brunswick. Yes, that summer. And uh, then the following year, um, I took courses in, uh, in a course in Torox, Spain with um my my new friends from britain there were five of five brits and myself and do like to drink <laughs> <laughs> and spanish wine is very good so other than that uh i took some courses more courses with martha and then when i moved here i've taken courses with uh, marika mcdonald and with Helena, Helena, uh, Helena yeah, Renwick. Yeah, they're both great painters. You they're just fabulous took, painters. You just took and, a, a day-long course with Helena recently. Huh? Yes, yes. She's a good teacher. Yes. Friday, um, Saturday rather, was with uh, Helena. And I've been taking courses with Marika every Friday or Saturday for uh, several weeks now. And it's just been a joy. I've That's really great. loved it. I think it's quite amazing that you have done all this training and really have learned from it really have taken it to heart and you've developed well when you're a workaholic and of course when i say that you know i did work for the hudson's bay company for about 25 years or so and in that capacity traveled as a buyer around the world really um you're just constantly working and traveling and you just don't, I say this on my website, but you just don't see things. You know, I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning and getting to the office at seven when it's dark and then getting, you know, home when it's dark. So uh, once you retire, all of a sudden you see the sky and mm-hmm. you hear the birds because you can sit out on your front porch or your deck and have a cup of coffee in the morning. And it just really opened up the world to me and moving to Huntsville just took that to a new level, to a new dimension. And that's why my show is called The Joy of Nature, because I just love living here. And I, every time I walk back up Main Street home, I look at that mountain over the lake and, you know, I have that heartbeat that it's Montreal's mountain I'm walking towards and that takes me forward into my future. And it's also a good memory of my past. I think this is a wonderful moment. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back in a moment with Cheryl Hamel and she's going to talk more about her paintings and her technique. We'll be right back on Arts R Us. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. back on Arts Russ. I'm Noreen Mitchell with Karen Cassie and my co-host and our guest today is Cheryl Hamel. And Cheryl was speaking to us about her new life as a painter. And we're actually more curious, I am curious to know about your technique. How would you describe it? It's different from everyone else in every class that I've ever taken. <laughs> What's your medium? I work in acrylic and my technique would be called antipasta. Uh, Impasto. Impasto. Sorry, I'm. I'm obviously didn't have breakfast, and I'm hungry. <laughs> Impasto, and uh, it just sort of evolved. Uh, but you're a palette knife painter. Also, well, right? it started with a brush, mm-hmm. and just you know the the wrist, the movement of the wrist with the brush and the acrylic paint, the different textures of the paint, and I became very entranced with pattern and light and texture, movement energy and if you've 
seen my site, you know what my paintings are like. They are bright. They are colorful. And, that and they're thick. And they're thick. Yes. Yeah, someone has suggested, suggested that I should be selling my paintings by weight rather <laughs> than size <laughs> because they are thick and I, they I are like, heavy. I like that. Oh, so do I. Look. Oh, so do mm-hmm. I. And it well, gives like a three-dimensionality and it does. changes the shadows. It's textured art. Yeah. And you've been in my living room and yeah. you've seen the way the sunlight hits that painting over my fireplace. And as the light changes during the day, the shape and the contours and the story that painting tells changes as the light changes. And that's what fascinates me. I think you also work very quickly, given how you can produce a painting pretty quickly with all of that. Well, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think about a painting in my head for a long time before I pick out my palette knife. The other thing, though, is that it does take a while to dry. And because I do quite thick um, paint, it takes a, a serious time to dry. Do, do you paint from photographs? Well, most I think most of the painters I've met uh, use photographs as a reference. And having said that, I have over 15,000 on my cell phone. So, you know. <laughs> There's lots of material. <laughs> and I take photographs of things like when, when I walk my dog down to either of the bridges every day, I photograph the, sh- the shadows on the water, the light on the water. If you look at water, there are always circles happening, movement happening of the light on the water, of the waves, of the ripples. And I'm constantly taking pictures of those patterns and the way the light will refract on the water. And I, if I'm working on a painting and I want to capture a certain effect, I will go back and reference uh, several of those photographs. Okay. I've recently done a painting called Floating Jewel, and uh, it's a single leaf on a turquoise ground. But it's not a representation of a photo you've taken. No. It's maybe inspired by those photos. Correct. But, but the interpretation is what I've chosen to give it, what, I, what my emotions bring to the photographs. And partly, I think, the reason I do this technique is that... Uh, well, as Marika said to me, I paint from the heart. And holding the palette knife and, and sculpting the paint and moving it over the canvas, I bring energy to it. I bring emotion to it. I bring movement to it. And that I find very satisfying as an artist. Do you have a favorite subject or does it change? Well, I you? really like landscape. Mm-hmm. I'm not a people painter mm-hmm. as such. But you yeah. did a self-portrait of yourself. Oh, yes. I saw that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What a fluke that was. <laughs> it's actually quite I thought it was representational. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and it was a fluke. <laughs> Trust me, if you've seen others I've tried, you'd know. <laughs> I know you own little dogs. Oh, yes. Two little fabulous little dogs. What are they called? They're uh, Japanese chin, and they are both rescues. Uh, uh, the older one, who's 11, is called Zazu. And my little one, who's like, you know, my white on rice, she's beside me all the time, is called Mizu. And she's the personality of the two. Uh, Zazu's very, the uh, news, you know, she's very aloof, sort of, until you get to know her. But, oh my God, Mizu's all over you, as you know. She's Miss Personality, Miss Congeniality, and uh, they're with me all the time. And they don't mind you painting. 
Uh, no, but Mizu has had the occasional streaks of blue or green when she has insisted on sitting on my lap while I'm and, painting. And they've been the subject, at least one has been a subject of her paintings, hasn't she? No. no. Yes. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That was um, um, a Grisou painting that I did with uh, for Martha uh, of my husband's hand on Zazu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said I'm not a painter recreating photographs. I interpret them as paintings. Yes. How do you see with eyes of an artist? On my website, I do show a painting that I took, which is virtually all grays, blacks, whites, and grays, and that's the actual photograph. And then I show you my painting, which is the homepage of my site, and it's just full of color. And I have a photograph uh, that is Leaning Pine on Main Street Bridge, and that, again, uh, is a black and white gray photograph taken just own at her. And if you look at my painting, it's turquoise and it's orange and it's aqua and it's it's just full of color because that's what that scene said to me when I look at it. Not gray and like today, not gray, but just the joy of that tree mm-hmm. having leaned, you know, it's been leaning over that river for the longest time. And I, you know, it's a sentinel to what's gone Mm-hmm. Uh, up and down that river for years and years. And I wanted to pay homage to that and respect that. Do you have any artists that you admire or have influenced your work? Uh, not especially, no. No? No. Um, I'm not an art student. I've haunted museums, of course, where, in whichever city I've been. Uh, when I lived in Edmonton in 74 to 77, I did join the uh, Art Rental Committee at the museum and the thing about a smaller city is that you can get to meet all the artists it's when you go out to so you're an art collector as well yes yes i started in out west and i've collected in edmonton and i've collected in vancouver and british columbia i have uh one or two paintings from uh the prairies but uh, i don't actually have any east coast paintings but still to come still to come <laughs> What do you hope that the people who see your work will understand or experience? I think the most important thing that I want people to, to see or how I wish them to react is I want them to smile. I want them to look at one of my paintings and no matter how gray the day outside or how gray the interior of their mind or their heart at that moment, just look at one of my paintings and smile. Mm-hmm. I know that you're interested in music. Do you play music while you're yes, making I do. your art? Yes, oh. I do. I, I'm always surrounded by music. Tell, you, us, tell us about Enliven. Um, you, you're donating a, a, one of your paintings? To yes, I've, I've, uh, I am. Uh, uh, through Andrea Johnston, from whom I take yoga. Uh, she is um, uh, involved in the Enliven Cancer Care Muskoka. And on August 20th, they're having an event at the Grandview Golf Club. And it's going to be, well, I think they're calling it Art Walk. I'm not 100% sure of that. It's called the Ballroom Blitz Art Walk and Gathering. (laughs) And I know they're having a silent and live auction. And I am donating a painting to that. I have have quite, um, I really believe in giving back to the community. And while I have not done that in my time so far here in Huntsville, uh, in Toronto, uh, 
um, I really love children. And so for 13 years, I was co-chair of the charity auction, Don't Forget to Feed the Kids, mm -hmm. which was part of the Toronto Educational Opportunity Fund. And we funded breakfast for children in inner city schools in kindergarten and pre-kindergarten. And we were one of the first organizations to do that. I think they do that here in Huntsville now at the high school. Mm -hmm. Do mm -hmm. they? Mm -hmm. You were also uh, a volunteer for the Toronto Public Library's yes, Leading to I Reading was. Program. Yes, I was for 13 years. And uh, I must say, I did go to the library when I first arrived here. I was thrilled to know that I lived three minutes away from the library, mm -hmm. hoping to be able to participate in a program like that. But... Uh, in Toronto, I had worked and they gave me all the little ones, but I had worked every Saturday morning for 12, 13 years in two different libraries in the Leading to Reading program, working with young children. And that really was a joy. It's a terrific program. Mm -hmm. What are your future plans or projects with respect to your art? I'd like to get away to travel more. Uh, if I can, I'd it's like to... It's an inspiration. Travel's an inspiration. It is an inspiration, and it takes you into a different community. And that's one of the things I have really cherished about my time here in Huntsville, is that I have met wonderful people in the art artistic community. And at the moment, I really do need that uh, kind of embrace from my fellow artists and fellow Huntsvillians. And... Mm -hmm. uh, I met wonderful people both in Grand Manan and in Torox, Spain, and I'm hoping to do that again this summer, and if not this summer, then next year. I'm hoping in 2024 uh, to make a trip to Japan with the assistance of a young lady named Yuki, who shared my life for quite a while. She lives in Montreal now, but she is an artist, and uh, her family is from Japan. And I'm hoping that either she'll come with me or she'll help me organize that trip. Sounds nice. wonderful. Mm -hmm. Closer at home, I think there's people that you want to meet here in Huntsville with your receptions with Joy of Nature. Do you want to talk about when they're happening? Yes, um, I'm inviting people. I'm Again, being a little different from everyone, but May 1st, you can come and raise a glass and uh, see what I have to show you. Uh, and also on May 10th. So if you're not available May 1st, come and meet me on May 10th. We'll share a glass of wine and we can talk about my art. This is in Partners Hall. The in Partners Beer. Hall. Yes, it's from four to six. But if you're not able to get away at that time, you know, on either of those days, contact me. I'll be happy to meet up with you and take you on a tour uh, of my artwork and meet you and say hello. And how can they get in touch with you? They can go to your website. And yes, they can go to my website. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram and I have a website and I'm also on Facebook. And your website is Cheryl, ha Cheryl Hamill. Or is it Cheryl.hamill? No, no Cheryl. it's CherylHamill.com. Okay. That's great. Thank you, Cheryl, for coming in. It's been yes, my pleasure. You. I hope you'll both come. Oh, we will. Yes, <laughs> sure. I have already seen a lot of your work and I want to see more. Thank you. Karen, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in Huntsville and we'll start with performing arts. Okay, so the Huntsville Theatre Company has coming up The Great Gatsby, It's Murder, and that's at the Huntsville Public Library on Saturday, April 29th at 7.30. And the um, uh, Huntsville Festival of the Arts has just launched their summer program 
for 2023, and it's very exciting. Um, I'll just name a few of them. Um, throughout the month of June, June 1st to 30th, there's a Huntsville Art Crawl, and that's um, and with self-guided downtown art tours, and that's a collaboration between artists and businesses downtown. Also, uh, during that period, uh, June 12th to 17th, Tom Thompson Canoe mur- Murals will be available in Rivermill Park. Um, Alex Kuba is coming to town. There's uh, En Plein Air, an outdoor art market. That's the end, end of the art crawl, June 24th. Um, Lighthouse is coming. Gina Horsewood, she's one of our local um, singers. Uh, the Barra McNeils, Tim Baker, Choir, 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 Kianga Lee and the uh, Aurelia Silver Band. Um, music at noon is back for a week in July and new, of course, Nuit Blanche North, July 22nd. And that's only half. I'm, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> and we both really enjoyed one of the Huntsville Festival of the Arts yes. performances. It was, uh, Jesse Cook was, uh, he was man, amazing. Just, you know, mm-hmm. terrific. The other, lots of fine art, uh, mm-hmm. fine artists coming. And speaking of fine artists, we just mentioned the Meet the Artist, Cheryl Hamel, and that's Joy of Nature in that's in Partners Hall from May 1st to the 30th. So um, also for the Huntsville Art Society, don't forget there's art at the hospice. Uh, finishing up in April is Pam McKenzie. I'm not sure who's following, but there will be somebody who's have art on the wall there. Don Huddlestone's work, the cyanotypes, which I think are amazing, are at the Huntsville Public Library through April and May. And to coincide with the annual HFA art crawl in downtown Huntsville, we're having the World of Wonder at New Works of of new works by Huntsville Art Society members. And the call, the deadline for that uh, to submit is May 5th. So if you're thinking about that, uh, please get some work in. Um, the Huntsville Art Society, again, is also can be seen the works of the members, the colors of our soul, and that's in the art atrium at the Canada Summit Centre. That's on until July 4th. So June is going to be a busy mm-hmm. art month. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Another... Uh, open entry call is for women create and this is for the ywsa muskoka you can go to their website ywsamuskoka.com and find out more but that is for an exhibition that will take place in october and so creative women of muskoka take heed Uh, also in muskoka at chapel gallery um, coming up is seams of expression and that will be on until may 13th and this is an exhibition of quilt art. Very excited about this, mm-hmm. being, being interested in textiles. And we had our guest Cheryl talking about courses at uh, More Than Just Art. So don't forget to check into that. They have ongoing classes and new sessions starting the first week of May, morethanjustart.ca. And I will mention again, as I usually do, New Adventures in Sound Art, if you're interested in sort of different kind of art and uh, soundscapes. The Sounds of Spring are being recorded there through the months of April to June. Uh, plus, they have all kinds of different events. So, nasa.ca is the place to check it out. And lastly, I think they're still looking for volunteers for Three Fires International Film mm-hmm. Festival. That's taking place from July 27th to the 30th. And if you go to their festival site, which is 3FIFF.ca, that's Three Fires International Film Festival. You can find out more. I think that's it for today. We're going to wrap up Arts R Us. There's only one Hunters Bay Radio. We are Muskoka. Muskoka.